Welcome back to Of Dice and Friends, your weekly serving of magic, mayhem, and misadventure. I'm Joey, and I'm ecstatic to be sitting here with you people. You know, most D&D games, not just podcasts, but like games in general these days are online. So it's really kind of nice to actually sit around the table with you guys. Well, that's really nice of you. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Nolan here, playing Mo the Monk. Uh, I got really nothing else to say uh, today, but... Um, I did ask my dad if he could explain to me what a uh, solar eclipse was, and he said, no, son. (laughs) 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 They got worse and worse. (laughs) Hi, I'm Greg, and I play uh, J.R. Randstar. Uh, A tip J.R. would give you about being a perfect gentleman is no matter what you're drinking, always have a pinky up. Even if you're slurping the broth out of a soup, pinky up. Oh, why'd you phrase it like that? <laughs> no matter what you're doing, pinky up. And if you're not, you gotta throw that drink on the ground. <laughs> oh, that's rude. <laughs> it's gentlemanly. I'm Rachel. I'm fiery. I'm feisty. I have a huge propensity for trouble. Oh, yeah, and I play a tiefling, too. And you're about to publish, what, your ninth book? Yes, I am. Yeah, I guess when this goes live, it'll be the, the next day. Ooh. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> well, I sit down at my desk and I, yeah. I, I bang my head on the keyboard uh-huh. um, yeah. until, until you know, it looks like there's a lot of words on the page. And, no. and you know, particularly good order, too. <laughs> no, I, well, you know, I'm a fantasy author, so this is the second book in my uh, Guild of Blood series. I'm really excited about this one. So go check it out. Nice. Yeah, yeah especially if you want to hear a um, screaming banshee who also happens to be a Jewish mother. Not based on anyone we know. And what's mm-hmm. the title of this book? Jinxed. Linky in the description. <laughs> Hi, I'm Aaron, and I play Finian. And, um, you know, if I had a word of advice for the party, it would be mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> that is one word. <laughs> hey, I'm Sarek. I play Heen the Scion. Um, Nolan proposed possibly the worst idea I've ever heard today, and that was to uh, French kiss an alligator. Actually, I think that was Joey's idea. Wait, what? Don't bring me into this. <laughs> Either way, I think we all have it on our life goals now. So On our bucket list to kiss an alligator? French, French kiss, French an, kiss alligator. an alligator. Oh, okay. Tongue and everything. Maybe we can make that one of our like Patreon goals, you know? <laughs> like if, yeah. if we get enough, we, we have enough listeners, we all have to go make out with an alligator. That will alligator. buy you a lot of real-life experience points. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I think it's time for our story to continue. All right, gentlemen, this toast today is in honor of Mo. To your very good health, may you live to be as old as your jokes. Cheers. Well, thank you. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) If I die this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Chapter six, trial by fire. Last time. The group left Wolfang after taking thought strands from the guild envoys. Along the way, they met a trio of souls attempting to complete the four trials of tenacity in order to gain access to Corum. The simplest of these trials was to hunt an owlbear, which the party did accidentally. And flawlessly. <laughs> well, most of us. A much harder one awaits in White Claw. The five of you, joined by Gonk the Orc, Rusty the Goblin, and the aloof dwarf who has yet to introduce himself, crest a hill to find the town of White Claw below. 
This massive snowy clearing is dotted with hundreds of wood and clay huts surrounding a large series of tents at the center. A half dozen dragons with white scales lurk throughout the town, though none of the orcs or souls seem to mind. Similarly, the orcs don't seem to be bothered by the cold, even though most of them wear basically nothing. Though from what you can see, fur boots are an incredibly popular <laughs> fashion choice here. Oh, God. <laughs> boots with the fur. That literally pops into my head. Club looking at her. Are there Starbucks at every corner? There are Starbucks at every corner. Lots of coffee shops. Little tiny stores. white yeah. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> A couple of Pilates studios. <laughs> Gonk wastes no time standing on this ridge before ru not running, but moving quickly down the hill. He is... A man on a mission. He's he's going where he's going. He's not looking back to see if you're following. Oh, okay, guys, let's go. We gotta hurry up. Uh, the trials are this way, and then I'm gonna just take off down the hill after him. But but then I slip. <laughs> <laughs> are you snowballing down the hill? Yeah. Now? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> a big ball of mo. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I just look at Jr. expectantly, just waiting for him to like roll down as well. Tally ho. <laughs> <laughs> Rusty the goblin will see this and imitate the two of you. I'll, I'll yell down, guys, be careful. You're going to start an avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just run down. Is after it them. not concerning that there are white dragons? Yeah, I was about to say there are six white dragons there. Is caution not warranted? Uh, perhaps they'll eat them first. I'll, I'll <laughs> nod and I'll, just, I'll go slowly. I'll start running down the hill after them. I'll I'm not going to trip. I'll take a dragon over snow. <laughs> Wait until you find out what white dragons breathe. Fuck. <laughs> Acid. Yeah. I'm so the last down the hill. I walk slowly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at the bottom of the hill, you find the rest of the party, most of them brushing snow off of themselves. You're barefoot, aren't you, Mo? I, uh, indeed I am. I forget about that. But I have that mental fortitude. Of course. I'm cold. Horse. As one of his toes, like, dangles by a ligament. <laughs> mental fortitude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was really good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Gonk takes a moment, he actually stops and he looks around and he strokes his chin and then he continues walking, saying to no one in particular, but also saying to the five of you, presumably, if Gonk built town, he'd make Trial's center. Very important. Also, Trial has great fire. We're the light of fire. I don't see it. Gonk think Trial must be underground. I, I think he's right. We should probably get to looking. I'll run to catch up with him. Why are you so hasty? We need to know what this trial is. If we go running in too quickly, we could get eaten by the white dragons. What does it matter what speed we take haste at? If trial is goal, then we go trial. Well, I think haste gives you uh, extra movement. Gonk <laughs> considers this and then keeps walking. <laughs> yes, but you are dead already. You have nowhere else to go. You have nothing else to do. Why not spend the time and... Uh, savor it, yes? What else Gonk do? What well, other point is there to being here at Tenacity? And then you accomplish the point and you sit, you stay here for the rest of eternity. Unless you're planning to take up your previous occupation of town drunk? Who told you that was my occupation? Gonk, leave this in past. <laughs> I'll, I'll run to catch up with the two of you, Good and I've got guess. like a, <laughs> I've got a huge grin on my face because you know there's fire. I feel like tieflings can probably like sense when fire is nearby. Would that be a stretch to say? 
No, I'll buy it. Okay, could I make a perception check to see if I can feel where this fire is? <laughs> sure, sure. Fantastic. <laughs> well, apparently my perception's not very good because it was a seven. <laughs> Tana, you feel um, a sort of energy just surrounding this whole town. The the you don't see the fire. You're you're not quite sure where it is, but you feel it. It's big. I'm just happy. I don't know exactly where it is because my roll sucked, but it's nearby and I can feel it. Guys, I'm getting kind of worried here. Can we just all... Hey, hey, Tana, can you go talk to Gonk for a second? And I'll pull in the other, the other three of you. Guys, I, I don't like this. Tana's, like, getting really happy. And the last time she was really grumpy, like, it got really scary. So what happens if she gets really happy? Is it going to be a good thing or, like, a really bad thing? I don't huh. even know if we could ask her that question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, skipping along next to the orc. I've never seen her skip before. This is actually terrifying. Is she perhaps in love? She'd love Gunk? Oh my god, maybe. We should set up a date. That's what we should do. That's genius, Heen. Makes sense. Gunk is a strapping man. Look at those muscles. I don't hear any of this, but suddenly I have a cold chill run down my spine no, that I can't explain. You don't hear any of this because Gunk is just ranting about whatever. Just Gunk spend many moon wondering many thing. Like... Why number 10 so important? <laughs> 10 demigod, 10 path in underworld, mm, 10 mortal races, 10 color of dragon. This go on and on. Gunk also wonder why pee and poop out of different holes. <laughs> I was about to say this man's deep. Do from one hole much easier. Hey, and Eric he just Cochran. keeps going. The, the Aarakocra, as a side note, would pee and poop and do everything out of one hole. Are you telling this to Gunk? No, I'm, I'm oh, okay. actually more just telling this to us. Well, hold on listeners. now. Let's discuss the anatomy of an Aarakocra. <laughs> I'll, I'll run ahead of this. Because they're people size. So they are have, they bird anatomy or are they people anatomy? They would have cloacas. I feel very strongly about this, which means everything would come out of it. What if they were duck aracocas? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> that would get pretty raunchy pretty fast. I don't fast. think they don't have cloacas. Side note, ducks have 18-inch penises that corkscrew inside of them. 18-inch? It's long. Somebody can fact check really? me. Moving no, on. it's true. I've seen true facts about the duck. <laughs> facts Ew. about the duck. There's something very disturbing about that in general. Um, Chapter 6. Duck facts. Because <laughs> oh, the female duck vagina is in the opposite direction. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, this is definitely a different podcast. <laughs> I can talk a lot about duck genitalia, I'll but we should probably move on. Animal, <laughs> animal genitalia discussions podcast. You, you know what actually bothers me the most out of all of this is the fact that duck aracocra po- probably exists. And yeah, that's I, freaking me out. With an 18-inch <laughs> No, no, not even that. Just a duck, like a duck person. <laughs> like, I'll buy, I'll buy like a parrot person. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But a duck person, I'm like... And one of them is named Howard. You just trounced wow. all over my 18-inch Aarakocra. That I was, was trying to gold. transition. <laughs> okay, we'll just let we Sarah the take the reins here. here. We're, we're, we're going we have a weird vibe tonight. And I actually right. find it hilarious. Go ahead, Sarah. Mo, I believe you to be the love master. I will leave this in your delicate hands. Listen, I really appreciate that, but I, I can tell you with full-blown confidence, Sensei is the love master, and then I'll do a quick bow. Are I'll- they not supposed to be delivering thought strands to somebody in this town? Uh, nothing gets in the way of love. Who <laughs> has the thought strand? I thought Tana was in possession. Yeah, yeah, she definitely does. So how I was thinking is um, if we complete the trial, we'll get the con's attention, and then we can be like, hey, we got a message for you. That's a wise idea. I think that's the first time I've ever heard that. (laughs) 
But you it have is moments. It is wow. not how the law guild would act. They no. would simply deliver the message. Gonk told us that they need not perform the trials, and that would raise suspicion on us, yes? Yeah, but there's fire. Why draw attention to ourselves by completing the challenge when it is not in our contract, I assume? I, I mean, I guess draw it's... attention to us, wouldn't it? But that is exactly what we do not want. We need to keep a low profile. So Perhaps then we must find the con or somebody who speaks for the con and deliver the messages. Exactly. And I'll go as get fun as Gonk is, she seems to have... we p- should probably leave him. I move forward and toward the crowd where Tana and Gonk are. Mm-hmm. Tana. Mm. <laughs> Tana. Mm. Tana. What? Uh, we've discussed our plan here, and I understand you are in possession of the thought strand to be mm-hmm. delivered to the con. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we should do that first before we pursue the trial. We've actually discussed that pursuing the trial might draw unwanted attention to us as we are supposed to be members of the Lore Guild. My shoulders will slump, but I'll agree. I, My tail will kind of drag behind me I as I follow him. I tentatively reach a hand out and I rub your shoulder. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. I'll just kind of cringe away. And <laughs> <laughs> the dwarf will continue walking. Uh, forward in the direction you're all walking, and Gonk will nod in agreement. Mm. Gonk cannot wait for messengers. Dwarf right. Gonk and friends find messengers tonight, should all messengers live. Why wouldn't we live? I'll just shrug and keep walking. <laughs> That's disconcerting. Finian, as the dwarf and orc leave, a small pair of hands grabs your cloak like um like a child clutching a blanket and you find Rusty watching his party members walk away and then he looks up at you and when he notices you looking at him and he he quickly lets go of your cloak Rusty I, I, I ain't scared who said I was scared I don't know what you're talking about okay I mean I am scared but I ain't gonna run scared of what uh, nothing you're right you're right you're always right Finny and thank you <laughs> You always know exactly what to say. And then he'll scurry along to catch up with the other two. Oh, such wisdom in this group. I have no idea what that was about. I, I, no I, clue. No. <laughs> Goblins are strange fellows. Well, I won't be as cheerful as before. My shoulders are a little slumped, but I do understand that we need to find this con. So I vote that we look for a building that maybe looks more embellished or larger than the others because I feel like that's where a, a leader of a town would be. We could also just ask someone. Yeah, let's do that too. Okay. I go walk over to a stall, like a merchant stall. Yeah, yeah, you find an orc who's mm-hmm. just standing around. Hello, good sir. Oh, um, hey, what can I do for you? Uh, I'm with the Law Guild, and um, we've been tasked to deliver a message. Do you know where we can find the con? Oh, you guys are like totally lost then, ain't it? Alright, I can help out. You looking for the con? Yes. Uh, sure, yeah, just, you can follow me. (laughs) Okay. Okay. This fellow over here says we should follow him to find the con. So, uh, what brings you to White Claw? He says as he's walking through town. We're delivering messages to the con? Yes, we're mailmen. Oh, dude, you totally did just say that. I'm sorry, man. Long night. I mean, it's always night, you know, but... (laughs) A rowdy night with the boys. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know it. And he'll, like, reach out his hand to high-five him. High-five him. (laughs) 
a message for the con. That's like totally impressive. <laughs> this guy is so cool. <laughs> he, he's got like this really chill, like this chill vibe. I, I really think we should stick with him. We've just traveled from Wolfjaw. That's super interesting, bro. I'm sure whatever the message is, it's oh, it's good. Sure, of course it's good. Or jo- bad. They're messages. It's mail. <laughs> Joey, do uh, do orcs have hair in this in this world? Oh, he this orc has hair. I can see him flipping it. Even if yeah, the, yeah even this if the dungeon master a, says he doesn't, this guy's wearing a wig. This guy has a mullet. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's so cool. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make my hair look like his hair. <laughs> you have a top knot, right? So yeah. you like taking it out? I'll of take the it top out and knot. try and style it like okay, his okay. his hair. <laughs> Why are you doing that, Mo? This is like the cool look. So, like, totally, dude. Um, we're gonna. What are we gonna do after, dog? Like, what are we gonna do after the trials? I'll come up next to Mo and ruffle his hair just as he gets it perfect, <laughs> and then okay, grin. Okay. I'm, tr- I'm trying to be cool here. What are you doing? I'll pat him on the back. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> What was your question? <laughs> what are we doing after the after? Yeah. Are you ta- asking him or you? Yeah, yeah, he's asking, asking, the asking the orc. Like, where, where's the party people at? Is what he's asking. Well, so so like, do you want to drink later or what? Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh. Um, my favorite's ghost beer. Where could we find that? Oh, dude. So there's like totally this place called uh, Bread and Broad or that we should go to after the fact. I mean, it's a bit early to drink, but uh, I mean, that that never really stopped me and the bros, so, you know? Yeah, totally. I've always been a bro like JR, you know? That's why I kind of want to really do this. We should really do this, you guys. Let Did me you guess. just leave your merchant cart back there? Don't you have customers? <laughs> oh, what? Oh. Oh, man, it's fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. And we really appreciate you taking us to the con, but you seem to be just at ease leaving your business open. You're not there? He halts and is now just looking longingly back at his cart. No, 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 no. Let's go to the con. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And then we're going to drink afterwards. And I nudge Mo, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Right, right. I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be fine, right? (laughs) It'll be great. Uh, Yes, most completely. As I step on Finian's foot. (laughs) Ow. (laughs) Durgus, bite her. He leads you through this swirling crowd of orcs and ghosts. uh, And eventually he stops and he just kind of motions you forward. And before you even notice the con, your attention is drawn upward to the white dragon that towers above the tents. Like the others you've seen in its color, it has a series of chin spikes and skin flaps that form something resembling a beard. It stares down at a very muscular orc woman in a fur cloak. The two appear to be in a deep conversation. The con turns to face you when her attention is, is, is beckoned by the orc who brought you. And she regards each of you with a discerning gaze, that of, of a hunter. What do you need? Uh, I think the question is, what do you need? Because we're the mailmen and we've got your mail. We're from the Lore Guild and we've brought thought strands from Wolfjaw. Oh, you're from the Lore Guild. Where are your guards? We don't need any because Did- we're just that good. Huh. I will reach into my pocket and take out the thought strand that was meant for the con and hand it to her. She will take it and begin casting a spell presumably to listen to what the message says. And there's a moment where she just closes her eyes and is sort of nodding slowly. And then she pockets the thought strand and she casts another spell, not saying anything to you. 
and puts her fingers, her index finger and her thumb to her temple and squeezes and begins pulling out another band of light. And she reaches out and hands it to Tana. I'll take it. Ew, is that where they come from? Well, there are thought strands. You knew this as a lore guild messenger. Oh, right, right. I don't want to touch that. And to where should this uh, message be delivered? You wouldn't happen to be going to Corum next, would you? Indeed we are. Perfect, then that is to the Great Khan. Though, on second thought, I'm going to accompany you. I've uh, heard that Lore Guild members are, well, you're infamous for being able to smell shit. Is that right? Uh, uh, well, I mean, y- yes. We, we are ghosts. We cannot smell. Uh, I think that's why we brought the pig. I, this man also has no nose. She's not being literal. <laughs> Indeed. Madam, we are very good at uh, smelling shit, so to speak, but I'm sure you can entrust us with this message without having to accompany us. Surely with dragons and fire, you've got more important things to do. Here's the problem. Mm. I don't trust the Great Khan. I think he's up to something. And so I'm going to go, I'm going to talk to him, and the five of you will be there to see if he's telling me the truth. This is sort of out of our pay grade. She crosses her arms. Is this customary for lore guild messengers to be tasked with accompanying cons to detect deception uh, on the part of lore others? guild? So stuffy. I just need to make sure that if if I only have you deliver the message, there's a chance that things get worse between the five of you and myself. And shall I, the other orc who brought you here, and we'll step away <laughs> awkwardly? <laughs> One of my dragon eggs has gone missing, and I do not trust that the Great Khan had nothing to do with it. I suspect he had everything to do with it. Uh, I am afraid that is not possible, and clearly this is just a test. You would not deliver us a message just to simply accompany us and deliver the same message yourself. So I apologize, but as a esteemed member of the Lower Guild, I must decline. Make a persuasion check. How does a 17 do? Uh, a 17 is surprisingly good for you. <laughs> good job. Praise the dice. <laughs> <laughs> she nods slowly. All right, well, I suppose I can't interfere with your affairs. Fine. Just make sure that message is delivered to him. Through rain or shine or black as brine. <laughs> um, however it goes. Um, uh, before we go, just... Out of curiosity, could you tell me where we could find a great deal of fire? Hypothetically speaking. Oh, you're here for the trial. Just wondering just wonder where the fire may That's be. A personal fascination of hers. Personal fascination, yeah. Sure, uh, interesting. I, she considers this surprised that Lore Guild members would ask her. Not suspicious, just intrigued. And she will point... Um, to another place in town where you might find said fire. Since I don't exactly know how to interact with a con, I'm just going to bow awkwardly and then sort sort of skitter off in the direction that she pointed. Yeah. Like with a bounce of my step again. (laughs) Do the rest of you follow or are you all just awkwardly staring at her? Oh yeah, quick bow and let's get out of here. Good day to you. She will nod and return to her conversation with the white dragon. Guys, our cover was almost blown. We were almost fed to the dragon. (laughs) Oh, they don't eat us. We are very bad at this. They don't eat us. What do they eat? Probably 
dingus. Well, they are. Uh, dingus. <laughs> That's what I said. Guys. I don't like you. Guys, hurry up. <laughs> There's fire either. this way. Not far from the center of town, you find uh, an area where the snow has melted. Or maybe it just never existed here. Uh, but there's there's like a 20-foot circle of just soil. And in the middle of that circle is a five-foot hole in the ground covered by an icy blue barrier. There's no, like, guardrails or anything? They just nope. let people slip in? They just let people walk in, apparently. Oh, oh boys, I think lawsuit. I found our fire. I think I found our fire. <laughs> Do you feel how warm this ground is? Tana, what? are you prepared for a trial? I will literally lick the underside of a dragon if it means that I get to go near fire again. Well, that's like pretty cool. So you're, you guys are like doing the trial? Wait, you're still with us? Well, yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to abandon my friends. I mean, we're bros now, right, JR? Yeah, bro. Right. Let's go. Why don't you two run along and go have Why don't you two run along and go have yourself a ghost ale? No, no, I, I'm like not going to interfere or anything. I think it's just cool that you nerds are. You know, no offense, but, like, you nerds are going to go do the trial. Okay, so there's a blue barrier of ice, right? Uh, yeah, it's kind of like this force field-looking thing. I wonder if it can be melted with a bonfire. Are you are you saying this out loud? Yeah, I'm just wondering <laughs> if I can melt it with <laughs> no, a bonfire. No, bro, like, that's there just to make sure that none of us orcs get in there, but, like, souls can go through. It's totally cool. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm just going to, like, jump in feet first. I'm being called to the fire. Apologies. Whoa. Come or don't. Guys, so, like, only a true hero can survive, so, like, go in like her with courage or not at all. Oh, whoa, that was super deep. Wait, wait, wait. Did I mean, t check this out, bro. Watch this, watch this. And then I'll, I'll like, back up, and I'll run for it and try and do a cannonball in. <laughs> right. But it's like you, a belly flop, yeah. right? You have no idea what you're jumping into. Nope. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm trying to impress my new friend, Joey. Oh, he's impressed. Yes. I'll Go. look up as Mo comes down and like clap my hands excitedly. <laughs> Mo, little brother, welcome. I, I don't know if I should be really happy or really scared. Do you think? Do you think that orc liked me? Oh my god! I'll facepalm. I didn't even ask his name. Oh, I'll I'm such a dweeb. I'll ruffle your hair again and mess it up. That leaves Finny and Heen and Jr. just standing. I look in over the, circle. the edge of the hole to see what's yeah. down there. <laughs> Wow, what an intelligent question <laughs> to He's ask. looking down, I just jumped. <laughs> I, looked, I looked into the hole. Yes. Uh, in the hole, you see Mo uh, face first on a slab of ice and Tana standing nearby. It looks like this hole leads to a, a spiraling staircase of ice slabs. Damn that, it. That lead downward. This is not what I was hoping for. I need to find a place to tie up Dergus. He can't come with us in there. Perhaps a sibling from another progenitor could hold on to Durgis for us. <laughs> Should I trust an orc with a pig? Yeah. Oh, fair point. Good, sir. Y yeah. Do you like pork? I mean, who doesn't, right? Can you refrain from eating pork? Mm, I mean, that's a tough one, but for sure. I Remind mean... him about the worms. <laughs> <laughs> this little fellow right here, he's carrying... Um, an intestinal parasite that could make you and your entire family very ill. Oh, bro, that's sick. I mean, like, the bad kind I of can sick. take care of him. He's okay right now, but if you try to eat him, he'll make you very ill. Ah, oh, okay, But right, I do cool. need somebody to watch him while I go into the trial. Well, I'm not really, like, a babysitter, but... I, I mean, just need to tie him up. Uh, could I tie him up um, that's uh, fine. to your cart? Yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. I'll take him. Cool. What, like, what's his name? Dergus. Uh, all right, I can remember that, bro. 
You can also use him to go pick up babes. He'll he'll take Darius and leave. Does Darius have a leash or something? Babes, because yeah. of the okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, <laughs> as the two of us are looking to go down into the hole, I'll just project a set of stairs, and as we walk down it together, I'll just move the projection with us. I'm gonna grab Mo's hand, and I'm gonna start running down the spiral staircase. Come on, Mo. This is this is kind of too slow. Watch this, and I'm just gonna <laughs> like. Have you guys ever like slid down the stairs before? Like when you were a kid? Definitely not as a doll. I would never do that as an I've adult. I've fallen out of a tree once or twice. It hurts a lot. Yeah, but we're ghosts. It'll be really It'll be really fun. But it's a spiral staircase. You would just end up hitting the do wall. Do it, Mo. She's right. And then I'm just going <laughs> to slide down the stairs. I mean, they're ice, right? So yeah. it should work. Yeah, yeah, it works well. I'm going to yeah. slide right after you, boy. I don't know if I like this or not. <laughs> I walk down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Through various means, you all make your way down this spiraling um, staircase of ice outcrops, and you distinctly smell smoke emanating from below, and can see a flickering light illuminating the walls of somewhere deeper down. At the bottom of the ice stairs, the cavern levels out into a horizontal one. The area is naturally lit by this tremendous bonfire at the far end some 120 feet away, making this cave brighter than anything you've seen on this side of the world, and a hell of a lot hotter. Up ahead, you can see a handful of souls already attempting the trial, presumably your friends from before who, who beat you here. It looks like they're all trying to make their way to that light, to that fire, that bonfire. There's a relief to your left. Uh, it's carved into the cave wall that depicts the ice giant, the demigod of tenacity, locked in battle with the fire giant, demigod of pandemonium. They were bitter enemies. Their many battles literally shaping and terraforming much of the world. That's, that was a long time ago. For now, even though this isn't combat, for the sake of consistency, I'd like everyone to roll initiative. He. Nat one, the uh, carvings in the relief are just too fascinating. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Mo. I got a 15. JR. 14. Finian. 15. And Tana. The gods are with me. I got a nat 20. Ooh. Nice. Oh, nice. You're super excited for this. Yeah. <laughs> so for simplicity, we're going to break this cavern into three chunks, each 40 feet long. Okay. I'll refer to these as areas. This is just so our listeners can track where you guys are in the trial. Tana, you have advantage on every roll that you make while in this cavern. Every single d20 you have advantage on. You're not sure why, but you feel like probability and reality are kind of conforming in your favor. Hmm. Tana, it is your turn. I'm running towards that fire as fast as I can. Yeah, yeah. So you move 30 feet. Yeah. And then if you'd like, you can use your action to dash, move again. That's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay. So I'll get 60 feet closer, please. And I can just feel the fire like warming up my skin. And it's the first bright light I've seen this whole time. And I am just, I am in my element. When you get about 40 feet in, you notice some weird shit happening. Uh, not to you, but around you. Reality here is beginning to warp in kind of bizarre ways, waving and distorting, kind of like the way air behaves above a fire. Space itself is aggressively pulling in different, seemingly random directions, though you feel like you can ignore this through sheer force of will. Tana, I need you to make a charisma save. DC 14. 
And remember, you have advantage on everything here. I swear to God, I just rolled another nat 20. Oh! So so that's 25. Reality is actually warping in your favor, it seems. You're fine. You are unaffected by this this weird turbulent gravity. Finian, it is your turn. I'm going for my symbiotic entity. Okay. And then what I'm does gonna, that do for our listeners? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so symbiotic entity is part of the circle of spores uh, subclass. And it grants me additional temporary hit points. And um, it also increases my damage, um, the necrotic damage caused by the halo of spores. So and all the uh, shit that's swirling around. Yeah, exactly. Here. Great. Yep. And then uh, if I'm in a melee combat, my weapon deals an additional 1d6 of necrotic damage. Great. Okay. So you activate this. Do you move? I do. I move toward where Tana is, but I'm moving at a normal pace. Obviously. You just move 30 feet, <laughs> not yeah. the full 60. I'm not running headlong into a conflagration. That seems like a bad idea <laughs> Terrible to me. idea. Yeah. I mean, if you're not a tiefling. Mo, it is your turn. So uh, I, I haven't seen anything happen to them, right? No, I mean, they're just... Tana is 60 feet ahead. Oh, man. Finian so, is 30 feet ahead. I know I'm going to regret this, but... Mo hasn't seen anything bad, so he's going to go ahead and move, move. So I will move my 40. Okay. I will use my action to move 40. So when you reach about where Tana is, you also feel space itself is is real, real weird. So make a DC 14 charisma save. Okay, okay. I rolled a 20, not nat. Okay. So you can keep running if you'd like. And then I will burn a key point. And run an additional 40 feet, so I'll move 120 feet total. Oh, man. so you're ahead of me now. Yeah. Hey. I'm like, I'm like waving forlornly. <laughs> I'll be there soon. As you get closer and closer, you can kind of see what this bonfire actually is. Something is on fire at the far end of this cavern. It is the red severed finger of something big enough for this finger to be about three feet in length. And this finger is floating about a foot off the ground, just kind of rotating and swirling in the air violently. It remains in place, and it is this thing that's giving off heat and smoke and fire and light. When you're about 40 feet away from this, reality is really breaking down. I mean really breaking down. There is an empty beer mug that materializes in a blast of light, drifts lazily to the left, then disappears again into fog. A chunk of soil blinks in, expands into a floating cloud of gravel, then erratically contracts into a single point and vanishes. And yet, even this close to the fire giant's finger, the ice that clings to the ground here still refuses to melt. Unfortunately, the gravity itself seems to have collapsed in many places. (laughs) Uh. There Something's got to give. About a dozen vortexes that are swirling through the earth, <laughs> oh, no. rippling and warping it. Uh, kind of like whirlpools moving through the ocean, except they're moving through the solid earth. I need you to make a DC 16 strength save. <laughs> the best part about playing uh, Kibble subclass is I'm proficient in such. <laughs> oh. Ah, okay, so 14 plus 2, 16. You pass. That was so amazing too, because like it bounced off your glass. Right. So I feel like the fate, like fate's True. in your favor it, too. It bounced off the beer glass. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So you make it all the way to the end, and we'll get back to you on your turn. Haha! <laughs> I beat you, <laughs> Jr. So I'm gonna pull out my sword, and as I'm walking, I'll be like, "No, I don't think we'll have many people to stab here." That's an odd <laughs> question to ask. <laughs> 
and I'm gonna <laughs> use my full movement to try and get over there. So are you dashing as well? Yeah. Okay, so you catch up with Tana. Make a DC 14 charisma save against gravity. 19. And you pass. You guys are totally fine, apparently. Hmm. I'm gonna do a little bit more investigation on these ruins. 13 on religion. You're looking at the... I'm sorry, 17 on religion. Nice, you're looking at the carvings in the wall? Yeah, I want to know if it tells me anything about this trial, because I'm just seeing a ball of light, and I'm just seeing some people sprinting at it. <laughs> the last one was an owlbear, and we were told this is much harder, so... Either right. that was so just, far, it seems fine. Either it was just myth, or there's something more to it, and yeah, they're about to die, so I want to I read a little bit more. Yeah, you see, uh, the first relief was just the first of a few... Uh, everyone just ran past them, but mm-hmm. there is a series of them, and they they seem to tell the story of the ice and the fire giant locked in this combat, and the ice giant managed to sever one of the fire giant's fingers, his right index finger, uh, and the last relief is a picture of that finger and some kind of energy radiating off of it and people trying to get close and failing. Hmm, Okay. That's my turn. At the end of the round, something happens. There is an incredible thick smoke that fills this cavern. It smells familiar, like brimstone. Oh, hell no. <laughs> like the mysterious <laughs> smoke from the tavern brawl. But it's way, way denser here. And every time you inhale, it's this painful struggle to get air. I need everyone to pass a DC 12 constitution save. Does it extend out to the perimeter and catch me as well? Uh, yeah, but your DC is lower. Okay. Oh, yeah, actually, the closer you are, the higher the DC. So, Mo, your DC is 16. I, you fail. Uh, JR and Tana, your DC is 14. And Finian and Heen, your DC is 12. Who failed? Uh, Mo did. If I hit 14, I pass, right? Yes. So I bite yeah, the I skin pass. of my teeth. Is it just Mo who fails? Yep. I fail as well. Ah, okay. Even at the entrance. Even at the entrance. I mean, I guess this is a good thing because I was a little hesitant, but if I'm going to suffocate to death down here, I better just do this. Heen, you take one fire damage and gain a level of exhaustion. Ooh. Mo, take three fire damage and gain a level of exhaustion. And for our listeners who don't know what exhaustion is, as well as Tana, I can see the way Rachel's looking at me. Mm-hmm. There are six levels of exhaustion. Each one is cumulative and worse than the one before it. At six levels, you die. Uh, we have two people who have the first level of exhaustion, which is disadvantage on all ability checks. Tana, it is now your turn. I see Mo struggling. Yeah, you see him <laughs> grasping at his throat, trying to get air. Yeah, I'm I'm totally fine, so I'm going to use my action, and then I'm also going to dash so I can be right next to him. But are you okay? Uh, this, What's going this air, on? This air is really spicy. As you move forward, you get to this, this point where these vortexes are moving around. I need you to make a DC 16 strength save. 18. I pass. You guys are on fire tonight. Well, I, I mean, am no a tiefling. pun intended. You I mean, guys are really on fire. I feel like I'm literally on fire. <laughs> you, I think you might be. Your, your, your rags are smoking. Tana, as you weave your way through these vortexes, refusing to be pulled down from them, you notice that they start to move away from you, kind of like they're forming a path for you to get to Mo, or maybe to what you see now is a finger. Mm. And you can feel this wordless whisper ushering you closer and closer. You're filled with a sense of urgency. 
exhilaration, curiosity, power. And you continue running towards Mo, is that right? I'm running towards Mo, but I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm veering off a little bit towards this <laughs> finger because this is a feeling that feels almost familiar, and I, I just can't stop going towards it. Mo is pretty close to the finger, I think, actually. I'll, I'll be coughing and give you a thumbs up as you run by. <laughs> so now you, you approach Mo, you have reached him. Mo, okay, are good. you going to give Tana the finger? <laughs> <laughs> buddy, buddy, are you okay? Uh, this, this air's a little hot. Is it spicy in here? It's spicy in here, isn't it? <laughs> it's pretty spicy, and I'll kind of like fan my hands in front of his face to help clear the smoke, but it's really not doing anything. <laughs> Maybe emotionally it's helping. Finian, it is your turn. I'm already 35 feet in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slow walk and call out to Tana and Mo. Are you okay up ahead? I can't see it very well. It's very smoky and hard to breathe. Uh, I'm okay. Are you okay? I'm oh, great. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful up here. I'm fine. <laughs> Finian, as you walk into this this area where gravity begins warping, I need you to make uh, a... How was it? DC 14 charisma check. Thank you. Oh, that was sexy. And I passed. All right. You guys have not failed anything yet. Why would you say that yeah. out loud? Whose turn is next? Yours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you you said earlier we could see presumably our buddies that were up there. Am I close enough to maybe talk to them? Oh, like Gonk and oh no. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, I got an idea. You're not sure where they went. I mean, this is the back of the cavern, so there's really no place for them to go. But they're no longer here. Okay, okay, I got an idea. I'm gonna close my eyes. I'm gonna hold my breath, and I'm just gonna run at the finger. So I'm gonna make a mental note of where the finger is. I'm gonna close <laughs> my eyes, and I'm gonna move 80 feet that way. And if uh, I need to move you're farther, you're right next to the finger. Okay. So you slam into the finger because it's right it's five <laughs> feet away from you. Okay. I'll, I'll <laughs> oh, really do it no. full speed. <laughs> oh no. I, I need you to make a DC 20 charisma save. Oh God. A nat 20. I rolled a nat 20. Nice. Do you see it? <laughs> yeah. I rolled Boom. a nat 20. <laughs> Poor Joey, he probably had like this really fun, elaborate, creative I'm like throwing my hands up to my face, like expecting something <laughs> horrible to happen, like peeking between my fingers right now. I just, my favorite moments in D&D are when you do something so dumb, you can just see it on the DM's face. He looks so bewildered right now. You know what they say, even the best laid schemes of Dyson friends often go awry. Uh, okay, yeah, so even with your soul scorching, Mo, you do not yield. You find it within yourself. I guess Sensei's training actually paid off. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> the rest of it. you hear Mo run blindly into a Screaming. I mean, Mo is just the shrillest scream you have ever heard. <laughs> the scream vanishes along with Mo. Tana, you see Mo is no longer here. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and JR, it is your turn. Well, gotta keep going forward. And I'm going to move towards the finger, I guess. That's where everyone's You're moving towards. You're 60 yeah. feet away, so are you going to dash there yep. as well? No, I don't think we can stab this finger either. Uh, make a DC 16 strength save against these vortexes that do nothing, apparently. Eight. Hey! <laughs> oh, he's so happy now. You know what? I'm going to use my inspiration. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> what, what was it? One I, better. <laughs> I almost wanted to succeed just because that's stupid. What was it? 
Nine. <laughs> Finally, I get one. JR, you're caught up in one of these many maelstroms of still somehow solid earth. You sink into the ground one foot, uh, but, but your feet are pretty firmly sinking in. Well, any ideas? No, we can't stab him. <laughs> Maybe you could use your sword to like trim the the nail on it. Heen, it is your turn. As I turn around from the relief that had all the etchings, do I see anybody? Uh, no, they're all too far away from you now. And the the thick smoke apparently reached out to me as well. Yeah, so yeah. my vision is probably pretty cut at this point. I'm not a religious fellow, but. I recognize when something is, you know, religious significance. So there's something about this finger. There's got to be some element that maybe I'm just not understanding. Maybe it's just a gut feeling I need to go off of. But I'm actually going to close my eyes. And I'm going <laughs> to... You said it was the index, right index finger. That's right. I'm going to reach out with my right index finger and see if I can gut instinct or feel, maybe feel some spiritual connection pulling me a certain direction. Make a DC 30 charisma save. What? Hey, not one. <laughs> I'm not even going to use my inspiration. Let's see what this does. Hey, not one. Not one. Oh, man. Oh, no. Hey, it's chaos, right? <laughs> the, the three of you who are still here, so everyone but Mo, can hear Heen scream out. And it's a, a really shaky scream, like something is eating his brain, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> You hear his his scream kind of taper off, and then you hear a thud, like a body hit the ground. But the bodies hit the floor. The bodies hit the floor. Heen, I will tell you what you suffer when you wake up. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> Should oh, you wake no. up? I need everyone now to make uh, a save against the smoke again, except for Mo, because Mo's gone. I've transcended. Uh, Tana, your DC is 16. Uh, Heen, yours is 12. JR and Finian, yours is 14. I passed. Great. Did anyone fail? I failed. JR, take two fire damage and gain a level of exhaustion. Tana, it is your turn. Yeah. You do hear a voice say, touch it. Yeah, I mean... You lift your hand... Reaching out to this disembodied finger, and you're not really sure if it's your ev- if if you're even doing it out of your own volition. But you watch as your hand gets closer and closer to this finger, and the moment your hand touches the object, its heat vanishes, replaced with a soul-sapping cold. The fire that engulfed the finger rapidly shifts into a black, lightless flame shrouding the entire cavern in absolute darkness. The rest of you, there is no more light. You are just underground in a dark, cold cave. I feel like I was catfished. Okay, I I was promised fire. I was promised fire. And I touched the fire and this is what happens. It gets worse. Yeah, I'm, for hey, those who are listening, I am shooting the dungeon master a really dirty look right now. Tana, something is happening. The The (laughs) dark black fire that's surrounding this finger is is interacting with you in some way. You can you can feel it like literally feeling around, like trying to find something within your soul. Finian, it is your turn. You are now in darkness. I cast flame blade. I need some light. Yeah. And a weapon. Not that I need a weapon. I have light. 
and then I walk. Um, I'll take a I walk like um, twenty five feet. Okay. Closer. I need you to make a strength save with disadvantage because you don't see the vortexes. Okay. Ooh. That's a fifteen. That just. Well, hold fails. on. You said disadvantage. Yes. Oh well. I mean, you fail regardless. Well, then yeah, I failed. That would have succeeded. Similar to JR, you sink only one foot, but you are you find that you're sinking into the solid earth. And that ends your turn. JR. Surrender eye. Can you see in the dark? I do not possess eyes. Well, I mean others sometimes people can see without eyes as like blind sight or something. <sighs> <laughs> Look, we're in a predicament right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you see? You are in darkness. <laughs> Just so you know, everything that's 20 feet away from me has at least dim light. So if I'm within 20 feet of him, he's going to see something. Okay. You do see a flickering, much smaller fire in the smoke. Hmm, going near fire is probably bad here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and pull myself out. Make an athletics check. I am proficient in that. But disadvantage? Mm. He's exhausted. Oh, he is exhausted. A 12. That is enough to pull yourself out. You're only a foot in. So you can now move if you'd like. Okay, I'll move just blindly towards where I thought that finger was. Okay. Poking with the sword. (laughs) 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 And the sword's probably telling me to do it. (laughs) Really cute friendship, (laughs) actually. Heen, you're unconscious. Excellent. I remain (laughs) unconscious. I hope you're having nice dreams. Full action. Everyone make a save against the smoke. Greg. I need you to look at my dice right now so people know I'm not lying. Nat 20. I got another nat 20. Nat 20. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I got another nat 1. Con 16 for you. Okay, I got a 20. I got another nat 1, but this time I'm going to use my inspiration. Oh my god. I, feel I like think f- all the luck is just channeled down the table. Yeah, I think so. It's crazy. It's like it's like fate needs this game to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. Fate needs me to save my sensei. <laughs> I'm not superstitious, but man, D and D sometimes the dice are That's out to so get crazy. you. So crazy. Did anyone fail? Great. Not after using my inspiration, no. That counts. The sound of loud cracks fills the cavern, and it begins to rumble. I need everyone to make a DC 13 deck save. Made it. If you fail, you fall prone. Heen, you're okay. prone. I fall prone again. Congratulations. <laughs> I was sepulchre, now I'm prone. After just a <laughs> moment, light erupts from fractures that form in the ground. You can now see, at least. But magma begins oozing, oozing up from these cracks. But more than just magma and light is coming out of these fissures. A massing, coiling tendril emerges, slithering out towards JR. Tana, you feel your energy being sapped by this as if your something about your magic is is interacting with this cavern and perhaps drawing the attention of this creature or summoning it. It's not really clear, but you feel some kind of kinship with this serpent and it opens its keeping maw and shows this hellish inferno within and then it tries to bite down on JR. No! <laughs> <laughs> is 
Is that you or the sword? JR, you are hit. And you take four piercing and one fire damage. Uh, this is a physical being, I suppose. So you have resistance to the piercing, at least. Uh, and I need you to make a DC 13 deck save. Uh, I'm prone. Is that with disadvantage? I'm going to say yes. Hey. <laughs> JR, you are swallowed whole by this creature. Oh, shit. Tana, it is your turn. You just saw this snake erupt from the ground and eat JR. Tana, help! <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling really strange right now. Very strange, yeah. I almost feel like I know this snake, although I would have no reason to know him. Is there, I almost want to talk to him. His name's Jim, he's a gift too. (laughs) (laughs) You, do you speak? Yeah, I'm, um, I make my way away from the finger and I'm so cold, right? Because the whole room... Feels I mean, like it's sapping the fire out from your soul. And I'm reaching a hand towards the snake, and I'm I'm trying to cry out to it to tell it to let go of JR. Okay. Uh, make an animal handling check. Oh, we're in trouble. I just got a nat 20. I just uh, got a nat 20. Aaron's looking over right now. Get those loaded dice oh, out of here. <laughs> Was that your fourth nat 20? I didn't say anything earlier, but it's my fifth. Because when you told us to do a thing against the cracks, it was a 20. Oh my god. We need to replace your dice, apparently. Well, the first time it was a 2, but since I have advantage, I rolled right, it again, right. it was a 20. Advantage does help. Yeah. Well, that was the first time I used it, though. Oh my god. <laughs> All of our listeners are running the numbers right now. <laughs> Let go of him! The serpent whips its head around at you, and it opens its mouth, and JR just kind of rips out and slumps to the ground and if a serpent could look surprised this snake looks surprised holy shit I can't believe that worked JR are you okay? no (laughs) is your sword okay? are you okay Mr. Sword? I feel so cold (laughs) same (laughs) Finian it's your turn so I'm still trapped in the foot of whatever. Yes, yes. You can make an athletics check to try and yank your feet out. I will try. No. <clears throat> um, I didn't extract myself from whatever is holding me down. And uh, this serpent appears to be flaming, burning, heat, right? Yes. There's magma. Yes. Um, I cast create water onto the serpent. And I make it rain. Okay. Onto the serpent. Yeah. In the area around me. I can cast it up to 30 feet away, and I'm assuming I'm close at this point. Yeah. Yes, you are close enough to do that. Mm -hmm. The the snake has turned its attention to Tana as if to respond. And Tana, you see it just starts raining above it. And it starts slithering and writhing against the rain. And you can see steam and smoke rising as the the rain is reacting with the magma that just kind of intersects it. I'm assuming there's a huge plume of Mm -hmm. steam and smoke now. (laughs) Yeah, the smoke is even thicker now. Uh, But Finian, you sink another foot into the ground. So you're now two feet deep, just Uh kind of sinking into solid stone. JR, it is your turn. So I see this rain and then it kind of just get hypnotized by it for a second. Uh, Do you hear thunder? The sword shivers in your hand. I do not like this. He's he's here still. And my eyes will start flickering blue 
and I'll raise my hand and just a cone of electricity shoots out and I empower it. Okay. So it'll make a deck save. <laughs> and it just got wet too, brutal. Uh, the serpent rolls a natural one on its deck save. It takes 20 lightning damage. Oh my God. As from my body arcing all around me, lightning just erupts. Uh, is anyone else confused by the fact that JR is like a lightning rod right now? You can hear, and by you, I mean Tana and Finian. Mo is gone, and Heen is unconscious. Hopefully having nice dreams. Hopefully, I doubt it. So Tana and Finian, you hear lightning arc and crackle, and you can see the flashes does, of blue light. Does the water just dumped onto the serpent? Does that assist his lightning by Yeah, of course it does, because that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> why the hell not? Right? Holy mother of God. I thought you were gone. I was never gone. The sword will quiver more. No, no, this isn't right. Release me. What? (laughs) (laughs) But we were just becoming friends. Do I hear that voice? No, no. Both the voice of the sword and this booming voice are in JR's head. I'm so confused because I just see all this lightning and yeah, JR right. like talking to himself and I, I have <laughs> I probably what? look like I'm crazy. I, I see lightning shoot out of his whatever and then I hear him go, what? <laughs> <laughs> and the serpent, the serpent is, it, it was rained on and now struck by lightning. And scolded. And scolded. <laughs> Uh, I need everyone close to the serpent to make a DC 13 charisma save. How far am I from the serpent? You're close. The the th- the three of you who are here in conscious, make a <laughs> save. We're the cool kids. Yeah, sitting out, buddies. <laughs> no. Look what I got. No, stop. Yeah, nice. Stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, it was a DC what save? 13. Uh, uh, charisma. For, oh, oh, okay. okay. No. Finian, how much did you fail by? Um, 10. You failed by 10. 9. Failed by 9. Uh, there's a difference. Sorry, give me a sec. I had this up in the eye. I want the audience to know I'm checking for magnets right now underneath the table, and I'm not <laughs> seeing anything. Hey, I didn't get a nat 20 I, I don't know this what's time. Going on. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. I didn't get a nat 20. It's because the magnet is now under JR's guy. <laughs> oh, he did some sleight of hand on rail. Put, put it in your pocket so they don't see it. Oh. <laughs> it's a powerful neodymium magnet. Finny, and I need you to roll a D100. Ooh, I love randomness. In it, I love it. I have no opinion because I can't think about it. Forty-nine. <laughs> wait, wait. Sorry. Say your number one more time. Forty-nine. You're looking at Jr. right now. Is that right? I'm probably looking at the serpent and Jr. Yeah. Okay. You feel this overwhelming sense of kinship with Jr. Like, um, like he. He's just so incredibly lucky, and you're so fortunate to be in his presence. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Who cast a love spell? You're not sure why, but you feel like everything you do will just be so much worse, unless you're really close to JR. (laughs) Like, you really need him to function as a soul. So take that as you will. What's up, Broheem? What's up, bro? I didn't know you were cool like that. Tana, it is your turn. So I'm standing there. It's really dark. It's really cold. I feel like I'm being leached off of, basically, right? Yes, by the, the finger, which is now surrounded by a black, lightless, soundless, heatless fire. How close am I to this finger? And and I think the you said the finger's like engulfed in like a thick black yes. fire. Yes, you're 10 feet away from it. You're very close. 
And you said that I have, I feel like I have my energy being sucked out of me. Is that because of this finger? Yeah, yeah, as if it's it's sucking the heat and life right out of you. I feel like I'm being used. I don't like feeling like I'm being used. I think I'm going to attack the finger. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to take everything I've got. But I'm, I'm gonna... in there. <laughs> <laughs> well... You're, you have no idea where Mo is. He, he touched it and then went away. I suspect away. he's not literally in the finger. I'm going to throw up Scorching Ray, and I'm going to aim all three rays at the finger. Okay. The the finger's AC is 10. It's just this swirling finger. And you can see through the black fire. It's not so opaque that you can't see the finger. <laughs> cool. They all hit. All right, they all do damage to the finger. <laughs> Only in D&D would you ever say that sentence. <laughs> all right, I just used one of my sorcery points to re-roll these. All three of those scorching rays of fire hit for 25 fire damage. Nice. The serpent kind of snaps out of its stupor and its pain and rears its head up to look at you attacking the finger, and it will attack you. It will bite down on you and hit for seven piercing and two fire damage. I need you to make a DC 13 deck save or be eaten by this. Hey guys. Hey Greg. Hey Aaron. What did I just roll? No, come on. What did wow. I just roll? Would you wow. tell them what I rolled? Uh, it looks like a natural 20 yeah. to me. Yeah. When, I, is this when I wrote the cavern to affect Tana's luck, <laughs> I wasn't anticipating it to affect Rachel's luck. This massive magma steaming serpent goes to bite down on you, and as it goes to eat you, it stops like it's compelled not to, like it cannot physically eat you. Yeah, well, you know what? You might not be able to eat me, but I don't like it when things hurt me, so I'm going to get real pissed off, and you're going to feel the wrath of my hellish rebuke now. It will make a deck save. Aha, I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> It still, still takes damage. <laughs> just half damage. You call me a liar. <laughs> well, uh, so mature. Half of 12 would be six. It takes six fire damage. It seems increasingly frustrated and confused and angry. And more of this weird chaotic energy will waft off of it. I need the three of you who are still here to make another DC 13 charisma save. I see Finian's look. It looks like <laughs> it the looks look of failure. <laughs> How much did you fail by? Eight. Oh, no. Did anyone else fail? Nope. No. I need you to roll another D100, Finian. Oh, my goodness. That's a 19. Hopefully low is good. The smoke begins to clear around you, and you can see at your feet emerging from the ground are thick green vines reminiscent of home the path of mercy, and they're budding with mushrooms and spores and flowers of all colors, and you feel an overwhelming sense of security. I'm still two feet into the ground. Yes, and slowly sinking. So I'm looking at this scenario, and I'm thinking this is very uh, poor luck for me that I'm going to be swallowed up in the earth. So um, I'm trying to decide if trying to cut the ground away with my sword makes sense. It is flame. Or if I should try to blast my way out. What is the ground made of? Solid stone <laughs> that you're somehow sinking into. Hmm. You're thinking, what would JR do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. 
see if I can blast my way out of the stone. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you, you do that. Wait, so the ground makes a con save? More of these? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the ground, the ground would make a constitution saving throw. All right, well, the ground's pretty sturdy, so... <laughs> yeah. It passes. <laughs> so it takes half damage, I guess. I don't believe that, Joey. Let's see that roll. I rolled a 13, and I'm giving the ground a plus 10. <laughs> for, for being made out for of rock. For being stone. <laughs> so it looks like nothing happened. Yep. And I'm still stuck in the stone and slowly sinking. Yes. And I made a terrific noise. I probably cleared some more of the smoke around me, whether that was apparent to me or not, since I'm seeing what looks like a, a forest wonderland full of mushrooms and vines. And That's right. And roots in, and things. In fact, you sink, perhaps because of your thunder, you sink three more feet. So I'm now up to my neck. <laughs> Just in solid stone. In solid stone. Help! I'm being swallowed by the stone. Help! Jr. It is your turn. So, to paint the picture of what's going on, you have no idea where Mo is. You have no idea where Heen is. You heard him scream earlier, but that's about it. Tana is up ahead. Uh, the snake is just kind of aggressively staring between oh, her and the Oh, and I was finger. probably watching them. Right. Okay, so... And you, you hear Finian yell from... So sinking. I heard your thunder, and the, uh, while I was listening I mean, to the sword, it kind of... terrific kinda... explosion sound. I mean, yeah. it's like a peal of thunder, like lightning just hit the ground just a few feet away from you. Boom! Like, while I was starting to listen to the sword, it snaps me out of it. And I turn to the snake. Oh, the storm's not done with you yet. So I'll raise my hand, and as lightning is arcing off of me, it starts to build, and you hear, like, that roaring thunder. Yeah. And then I throw the thunder, and it explodes right above the snake, and it makes a con save. It fails. It takes nine thunder damage. Tana, it is your turn. I feel chaos pooling all around me. <laughs> I made a promise to Zai to try and take this second chance and be good, but sometimes you have to be bad to do the right thing. So I'm going to throw up Burning Hands as a level two spell, aim directly at the serpent, and there will be tides of chaos because I'm tapping into a darkness. Oh boy, okay. So it will fail the deck save against your spell. 14. Okay, it takes 14 fire damage. It does not look good. And Tana, I need you to roll a d100. Finally. 43. Your spell explodes outward like an eruption. This is way more fire than you're used to. And it deals maximum damage. So instead of rolling, I, whatever you rolled, instead it just does maximum amount. So 24? It does 24 damage. I'm really mad, so that makes sense. This serpent, it's done. It's <laughs> it's done with this whole situation. It, it, <laughs> it doesn't look happy, it doesn't look healthy, and it lets out a bellowing roar, and it looks at the finger, and it sees it's it's one way out, uh, and everyone forgive me, but this snake will unhinge its jaw, and it will rush over to the finger and consume it, swallowing it whole alongside the, the weird black flames that surrounded it. And it kind of, like, its eyes go wide for a minute as it, like, reconsiders what it just did. 
and then its stone skin begins to bubble. And the magma that had kind of cooled around it from the rain reignites. Its body distorts and grows and cracks and more more magma forms and more earth forms and it grows and grows before hitting the ceiling of this cavern and, and but it, it just doesn't stop. It keeps going and going and you can see light pooling in from the moon above as it cracks through the top of the cavern. Oh, I really did it this time. You can hear suddenly some yelling and screaming from above. Above in the town of White Claw that now Wait, has really fucked up. a serpent <laughs> growing still and still further and you have no idea where Mo is and you have no idea where he is and I have no idea how to continue with this encounter. <laughs> so I think that's probably the right time to say we'll continue there next week. No. Wow. Uh, not what I was anticipating. How did you roll so many 20s? Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons, everyone. And thank you for listening to our podcast. A special thanks to our deity patron, PM, and our celestial patron, IronjawXOO. If you'd like to affect this story like they did, come roll with us on Facebook, Patreon, Discord, and OnlyFans. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have for today. See you next week. Let's See you guys. Rain. <laughs> <laughs>